0: i not fucking right. say hi. Oh, I swore. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everyone? <laughs> right away, team. There yeah. goes my, my streak of, what, two shows?
1: Yeah, two shows.
0: That's all that's lasted. Uh, welcome to episode 44, guys. Uh, we're happy to be with you. Uh, I'm Trey. Very happy. And with me, as always, is uh, Mr. Ooh. Dennis Major. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's up man, what's up Seems Not like I haven't much. seen you in a while
1: I know You've yeah. been busy
0: You have like a 12 o'clock shadow happening <laughs> yeah. yeah Are you going to grow your beard again or just um, Playoff beard <laughs> Holy man, you grow your beard and fast I shaved I shaved uh,
1: last One of the playoffs start
0: Like last Monday? week
1: Wednesday, right? No, Monday yeah. Monday,
0: yeah,
1: I don't know. Whenever, whenever game one was for the Oilers, that's when I just shaved.
0: <laughs> just like, just like, never mind. I won't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something dirty, but, but I won't. So yeah, guys, welcome to episode forty-four. Seems like, well, we're a day late. Yeah, we are. But I was so tired driving home from Regina on Sunday and. Monday, I felt tired. Like, yeah, I felt like I was super hungover. I was like, oh, <laughs>
1: freak, I
0: can't do this. So we're a day late, better late than never. Yes. So uh, our guest for episode 44 is one of my favorite hockey guys. I've known him for a long time. He's a former coach in senior hockey, coach junior hockey, coach midget AAA, uh, AAA Bantam. He's a well-respected hockey guy in the city of Thunder Bay. he played pro in Texas Thunder Bay played in the OHL and he was one tough SOB uh, he was one he was I would use he a heavyweight I would say he he would toss the bombs. Um, Russ Hockey would uh, our guest for episode 44 is Mr. Vern Ray of Thunder Bay. And Nippigan, Ontario. So it's good to have Vern on the show. I asked him; I think it was back in December if he wanted to be on the show, and he agreed right away. So thanks, Vern, for uh, coming on the show. I'm looking forward to the our interview. Yeah, because of the week. Because of the week is uh, he's an Edmonton Oilers fan. He's he's from Edmonton, Alberta. He uh, I talked to him a couple of times. Uh, is Name is Mr. Dean Flett. Dean Flett. Mr. Or he's an Oilers fan. He's currently out east as his son Seth is playing for Team Alberta in the National Aboriginal Hockey Championship, which is taking oh. place right now in Nova Scotia. Interesting fact about Dean. He won the you know remember that show, Canada's Worst Handyman? Yeah. He won that show. Oh come on. <laughs> yeah, Maybe we should ask him to us some something that has to do with res hockey, and see how that goes. So, thanks, mm-hmm. Dean, for all the support and uh, keep on uh, keep on being deadly. Yeah. So he's a good hockey guy. He goes to a lot of uh, a lot of Oilers games and he supports a lot of minor hockey players. So good to see all the support that he does for First Nation hockey players. Is your hair like natural curly, or
1: do you permit? This is it, man. I wake That's up, it? I shower, this... I I, I uh, shake my head, I don't do anything to it. It's just naturally curly
0: like this. A lot of uh women and men would pay to have hair like you. I, I don't get that. Sue Sue tells
1: me that all the time, but yeah, yeah, she said, Oh, I love I love your curly hair. Women would pay to have curly hair like that. I said, Why? Why is it? Why is it like I, I? It's a pain on the butt. I, I. It's so thick in the summer and when it just it's it's really really hot, really warm and just a thick bush. oh Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, uh, get it thick bush. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> plus when I golf it, 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 uh, it attracts
0: all the bugs. <laughs> the nits or just bugs? Everything. <laughs> now my head's itchy when I say nits. I mean You know we should get some of that glow like on the soul glow soul glow from coming to America America. yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) just dripping yeah (laughs) but I noticed some guys that their hair are long now like their flows getting long and they want to get a perm just have oh, your okay, hair. wait
1: you. You gotta name names because I don't know anybody that want. I don't know anybody that willingly wants to get a perm like this. Like it's thick. It's it's just annoying. I don't like it. If I could trade someone with straight hair, I definitely really want. definitely I, uh, want. tomorrow right now. Let's do it.
0: Tell that to Nick because my grandfather, like uh, he has curly hair. Then so like I got cousins that have curly hair, hair and it just goes down the down the family mm. line, I guess. But it skipped me. It's get Nick, and Nick is always oh, always say, "Oh, I wish I had curly hair.
1: No, I, I want wings
0: and curls. <laughs> Tell Nick that then, because he's like, oh. well you just you just got to listen to this,
1: Nick. You don't want this. My <laughs> my, my my blessing is my curse.' <laughs> yeah. So you know who's got sick hair though? The old, one of the guests on the show is that uh, Dwayne Junior.
0: Oh, I seen him on. I can, uh, uh, that's I saw, what he said uh, in Regina. Yeah. He uh, did he, he did he cut it? No, he still had it. He had a game oh, after right mine. On. I was sitting on the bench, and I looked behind me, and I saw this kid just smiling really hard. And I looked <laughs> his behind All oh, right on, right yes, on. So uh, I talked to him after after the game. He asked where you were. So of course, yeah. But that was good to see him. He, uh right on. He's going to the Freddy. So uh, I told him we'll see him, uh, yep. That we'll be there, and that we'll see him in a couple of weeks. But yep. his team cleaned up uh, they? in They're Alberta, done. so congrats to him and his team. So, yeah, it was good to see him. He was nice, kid. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay, now, shout Do shout you have any shout-outs?
1: Well, just kind of we want to touch base and shout-outs to people that have been, you know, coming on the show and going to Freddie. Did I say Freddie? Yeah. Notably, Freddie. Uh, that's been, um, they, they really advertise is, uh Taylor Tom, not Taylor Hall. Taylor yeah. Tom. She's going. Uh, who else is going that we know of? Yeah. Eagle Lake Chiefs are we going. We're following them. Nate Breyer, guest on the show. So, well, Taylor Tom, uh, uh, Owen. Hedrick. Hedrick, yeah. I, I was going to say Hedrick. And Dwayne and uh Wacy Rabbit, a couple other players, they're all going to go watch that Freddy. So if you're in the region, Saskatchewan, Saskatoon, come down and go watch, go watch some finest, finest good hockey. You'll, you'll you will not be disappointed. Red hockey podcasts are going there. We'd just like to give a shout out to all the players that have come on the show and all the players that are gonna be competing and, and
0: all the fans are gonna enjoy this good good quality hockey. I mean, that's the cool thing about our show and all the guests that we had. Yep. more than half of our guests will be playing in that Freddie tournament yeah men's and women's so mm-hmm. it's good to see that we have a lot of uh active skaters still playing and willing to win and yeah like I want to win the Freddie I want to get a big ring like uh, want to. Uh, yeah me sweat too sweat. so I'll,
1: I'll go uh, on warm-ups and then they can bench me yeah <laughs> Yeah, me too. Like, you know what I mean? Just to be, yeah. I'll, I'll open the door for all the defense. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Just, I want that ring.
1: Yeah, who's who's ring did the what came on?
0: Um, um, uh, Tyson. Tyson. No, yeah, he has his, a big, ring. massive ring. Jeez, am gonna mask. Give him a. T- it was at Regina too, but I, I what shouldn't Tyson Watney?
1: Him. Watney, right? yeah,
0: what's what's, what's yeah. he was in regina but i didn't i i didn't see him It was so much happening mm-hmm. but yeah it'd be cool to have a ring
1: also if you're on tiktok you um you'll follow <laughs> ashley did you see her video yeah those videos are awesome <laughs> that's pretty cool
0: mrs you're, toe dragon
1: yeah yeah her and uh Waisy put a little uh Wow, I mean, Wacy looked like it was a stunt double for uh, Miss, <laughs> Miss Ashley. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of neat. Check out her TikTok video. Oh yeah, it's pretty neat. It's, it's on, yeah.
0: It's, it's on her Instagram. It's on Facebook. her Instagram. Yeah. And we just want to say thank you, Ashley, for tagging us.
1: So yes,
0: that, that meant meant a lot to us, and we gained more followers from her mm-hmm. tagging. So thanks, Ashley, for thanks. for the support yep. and thinking well, of us. So we and we'll it. we'll probably
1: see you in a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah. So. Boom. Yeah. How's the uh, NHL playoffs? How's everything going for you? Oh for your picks? And, uh,
1: for my picks. Well, we um where are they? They're right here. We knew Colorado was gonna win. Oh yeah. But we we each we each gave Nashville uh more credit than did we Yeah, we, 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 we both six? picked Avalanche in five. Oh that's not too bad. One game no. off. I
0: they know said one four, game four, one. It. That's not bad.
1: Yeah um we both
0: what do you have? I didn't even write this down stuff down. You
1: have LA in six. I don't know. I, I, had, I had I had Edmonton in five. Clearly, that's not the case. So if, oh, I, might, I still you, can
0: get it right.
1: You might be correct on that one. Um, kind of um, what do we say one. about Toronto series? If they're gonna win, they're gonna win. In I seven said seven. Games. Yeah, I said seven.
0: And it's yeah. tied right now.
1: Tied right now, going in the third period. Oh Boy. man. I know, and you're missing it. Calgary. We, I I took Calgary, you you, you chose Dallas, each six and games, it's two And is, it's 2-2 two two right now, which is it's doable. Yeah. Uh, I chose mini over St. Louis in seven, and you chose St. Louis in six. They're tied. Yeah. So, Oh, yeah.
0: We're actually doing not too bad. Yeah, man. yeah.
1: Penguins, I, I chose Penguins in seven. You chose them in six. Oh, oh they have that chance, man. After, after last night's game, holy smokes.
0: Crosby's playing good man
1: yeah he's he's, he's going up a, bit, a new level said the yeah. kid so yeah and when, uh oh, we and then we and then we each chose uh, Ethan Bear in five games not and that one's no that's four eh yeah Seth, our boy Seth Jarvis with two goals tonight yeah. so. and then and then um, um Florida they gotta pick it up we sorry uh sorry mock Kerry, Stevens, uh, we, we're not a fan of uh, Ovi anymore. Well, we are, but we don't think they're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan
0: of Ovi no more either. I'll <laughs> oh, put political aspirations aside. He's still yeah. a good hockey player. But I would rather have a Canadian keep the record. And... Well, it's just right. Anyways. What about that TJ Oshie hits? Clean. Last game? 100% hits. clean. Yeah, I believe it. 100% clean. 100% it's playoff just... hit. People are so soft, eh? Like that mm-hmm. Kyle Clifford hit. Yeah. That wasn't a boarding major five mm-hmm. minutes. No. Nope. jeez. Like it's like a glorified scrimmage now. You can't really do nothing. You can't hit no one. No. Bring back then, like the night, the eighties and nineties playoffs, yeah. where mm-hmm. it's rock'em sock'em. <laughs> yeah. Clutching and grabbing and. Bring that back. I I would rather watch that play, that kind of hockey, than today. Back when the shoulder pads were only like
1: half a, you know, half a centimeter thick, whereas now they got football pads. Yeah. Don Cherry said, he he made a good point about the shoulder pads and elbow pads now. That's a big contributing factor why players are getting concussion, because they're they're solid plastic. They're rigid. they're They're almost like a, they're a weapon. They are
0: because those old cohos that we used to, it was just one thin layer of cloth, and that was (laughs) it, you know. (laughs) Bring back like the Darien Hatchers, the Mm Crestarians, those kind of defensemen that you're not going to get around easy. Just
1: just mean, mean. I think, I think, I think the last mean defenseman
0: we we saw in our our generation is Chris Pronger. Oh, yeah. If you're going to go down Chris Pronger's wing, you're going to get a two hand or a cross check. Yeah. Bring. Bring Just played for Cote. Oh, I was giving it to. <laughs> uh,
2: Good.
0: This past weekend in the semis, I was going down my the off my off wing. I took a shot, went in the goalie's glove, and he kind of bobbled it, and I slashed him in the glove. Toronto scored. Yeah. Woo! Toronto scored. <laughs> We're uh, recording right now while the yeah. Toronto and Tampa Bay game is on. So. I'm downstairs in my basement and Bush is in his basement, but he has a TV, so I'm just getting text messages as we're uh, we're recording. Six oh six left. So Ooh, let's see this. Who scored?
1: I can't tell the some's in the way. Wait. Okay, Bush is checking Whoa. the TV.
0: Rocket Richard himself. Oh, Austin Matthews, Matthews our, our good boy, feed, are yeah. 34. Yeah. What the hell was I saying? Oh, yeah. I went to go shoot the puck. The goalie caught it. He kind of was playing around with it, and I slashed mm-hmm. him. I went, I went to go try to <laughs> slash him out of the air, and I fucking two-handed him really good. And
1: he, tried to, he tried to come after me. You know what's also funny is that you just swore again.
0: Did I swore again? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. darn it gosh gosh darn it but the funny thing is no one from his team tried to come after me because I turned around thinking I was going to get yeah, just yeah. humbled and mad rushed. but no one came after no. me it was just the goalie he tried to awesome. he tried to fake it was like whatever
1: he's was, he was probably one of those toxic players in the dressing room
0: <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> let him get two hands yeah uh, we want to Kate okay, Hockey would like to give a big shout out to the losers of the league, the 32nd place team Montreal yes. Canadian, as they uh won the first first overall pick in this year's the lottery, upcoming lottery, uh, NHL draft. Uh,
1: Connor's not eligible, is he? Because he's only nope. he's not even 16. Shane, <laughs> Shane Wright, oh, yeah, out of
0: Kingston Frontenacs.
1: So Connor Bedard is going to look good in a Buffalo jersey next year.
0: You think Buffalo will? They're going to. Uh, I don't know. that they, they had a good record. They, 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 they had the same record after the Eichel trade. Did you see that? Today, they came, uh, Jack Eichel, Vegas said that he, had, he was playing the last two months with a broken Broken thumb. thumbs, yeah. Say, I called BS on that. Yeah. I think, I think he was just playing crappy and just. Mm-hmm. They crapped their bed on that trade, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're now they're kind of just trying to downplay some Yeah, <laughs> good for them. Good for. it must be a cancer in the room. Why? Yeah, why you got want to get rid of? Yeah, and the team did better when after yeah. trade. So, uh, what else? Who else is playing? Flores winning with Montour. Big yeah. game five between the Kings and. And now, uh, the really? Oilers
1: big game. Yeah, they're what back in that? Edmonton tonight.
0: What is that one niche guy's name on the Oilers? He has a TikTok and he just has a hand drum with the Oilers. And oh, shit. you know who I'm talking about?
1: I don't know. I know what I'm talking about. I don't. It's you funny. don't follow on TikTok? No, because he doesn't. He doesn't, come up on my, he doesn't
0: come up on my algorithm yet. No. Yeah. If anyone knows who he, who we're talking about, let us know because. Ooh, Maybe we'll four, have him on the show. 4-3 four th- four, Toronto. Yeah, game 5 is the most important game. Game 1, Game 3, and Game 5. Yeah. Ooh. Whoa. Damn it. St. Louis is up right now.
1: And Ethan I, Bear is up. Ethan Bear won
0: 5-1. I picked uh, St. Louis to win that series. I think I did.
1: So, so, our boy Seth got two tonight.
0: We got two, man. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, conch, what, what's controversy. The I, that's the word. About him being First Nations. Like, there's a lot of, like, he's saying he is, then. Yeah, there's like, some articles saying that he isn't. Yeah, but uh, Keyshawn Derby, who played junior with him, with Seth, uh, saying, is saying, yeah, he is First Nations. And mm-hmm. so. I think we have to have Seth on the show in the office yeah. and uh, put that, the rest. So, yeah. Let's uh, All right. go to our interview with Mr. Vern Ray. Hey, Res Hockey. Rez Hockey would like to introduce to you our guest for episode number 44. He is from Thunder Bay, Ontario and Nipigon, Ontario, which is one hour east of good old T-Bay. He's a former junior player, junior, I mean, that's pro player. He coached in a number of levels, uh, senior hockey, junior hockey, midget or U18, U6, U15. I always get those mixed up still. The the nice midget you. in the bantam? It's always oh, yeah. confusing. Uh where's hockey would like to introduce you, Mr. Vern Ray. Welcome to the show, Vern. Hey, thanks for having me, Trev. Yeah, just like I was saying earlier, like like my kids played this past weekend in a tournament and I was still calling it midget hockey. Yeah. Like, and even though it's U18, I think it's like the older, like like our era still called it midget and bantam i don't yeah, think I'll I'll like him of retirement
2: this past winter to go home and coach a nipping and coach a coach midget U eighteen. Yeah. i don't think i called it u18 all year <laughs> it was midget hockey to me yeah i think it'll always be like that to me yeah like, oh
0: what did your son play oh you played midget it's like
2: okay yeah, yeah exactly uh how did you get started in the game uh, probably watching Hockey Night in Canada Saturday night, having having chips and dip and Coca Cola on the carpet. <laughs> we only had two channels, two and four, right? And there was only one hockey game on it during the week, and that was Saturday night Hockey Night in Canada. And that's what we did as a family. That was our that was our evening. Did so, you uh, play your minor hockey in Nippigan or was it in Thunder Bay? No, Nippigan, I started there when I was, uh, I guess 1974 would have been my first year. I started as a four-year-old and I can remember, I remember today actually that waiting at home because my dad had to go to an Elks meeting because hockey started at five and he had to go to a special meeting uh, because he wanted to register me as a four-year-old. And anyway, they approved it. And I remember him coming, I can remember, I remember sitting on her orange carpet at home, 1970s (laughs) orange, rust orange carpet. And it was past my bedtime, but my mom let me stay up to wait for my dad to get home and him telling me that I got to play hockey that year. And I was jumping around and all excited.
0: (laughs) How was it, like how special was it playing in a small town like Nipigan?
2: You know what, it was awesome. And people talk of, well... People talk about the advantages of being in a larger center. And I absolutely disagree with that. Um, when we grew up, we had our host league at home. We had our Tom Thumb host league. We had our Pee Wee host league. So you had uh, you had three to five teams in each of those categories where you got to play your host league games through the week. And then they picked their traveling teams. And you had a Pee Wee travel team, an Adam travel team, right? And uh, then you got your practice or two practices a week and your tournaments with your travel team, right? So we had way more ice available to us than the city kids did. So it, it was like I say, it was it was a huge benefit. Uh, you played junior in the OHL
0: for Ottawa and in the cor- Cornwall. How how was that? Like uh, moving to a big city from a small town.
2: You know, I, we were just, I was just talking about this the other day with uh, somebody. So in Nipigon, at the time, the population was about 1,500. And when I went to Ottawa and went to high school, the population of my high school was bigger than the population of my town I just moved from. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little bit of culture shock, right? Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, Yeah, it was hard. Right. And I left, I left as a six, I went there as a 16 year old and uh, from the time I got there till Christmas time was, it was tough. I was homesick, you know, like I would, numerous times I called home crying and my mother would (laughs) never answer the phone because she would have said, okay, I'll send you a plane ticket. So it was my dad picking up the phone and just talking me through it and, you know, just stick to it. And, keep yourself busy and you're going to be home shortly. They, my parents actually flew me home at Thanksgiving that year. And uh, cause we had it off. So I got, I flew home like on a Friday evening and I flew back to Ottawa on a Saturday morning or Sunday morning type of deal. Right. And that kind of broke it up. But once I got home at Christmas time and I was a short visit home at Christmas time, because um, I played team Ontario that year under 17, we had a three game series against the Russians and, uh, so our last game, regular season game was in Hamilton from Hamilton. I went to Waterloo, uh, to convene with team Ontario. Cause we had a mini camp going in before the series started. So I flew out of Toronto Christmas Eve that year. And I flew back into Ottawa boxing day morning, six o'clock flight out of Thunder Bay, because we had to play the Russians that night, boxing day in Ottawa. But it was long enough for me to see some friends and realize that they were all doing the same old thing that we always did, which wasn't much of anything. (laughs) And I wasn't homesick after that. But it was a it was an amazing experience. Like I say, you know, kid from a town of 1500 going to going to uh, Ottawa at that time was about 380,000 people. But a a high school of 1700 people like (laughs) holy mackerel. How was it like you played with some really good guys like Andrew
0: Castles, Owen Nolan, Matthew Schneider? Like, did you know those guys were going to be like going to the show when they were that young?
2: Absolutely. You know what? Uh, Cass was just unbelievable. Uh, so smooth and smart. And he was just a little bit better than everybody, right? So and it was quite evident by his play on the ice that he was destined for bigger and better things. Um, when I got traded to Cornwall, we had a really good team there. We had, like you say, Owen Nolan was a 16 year old that year. John Slaney was a 16 year old that year on defense. We had uh, 250 goal scorers and Steve Malte up front who led the Chicago Wolves. So I don't know how many called her cups and Turner cups. Um, Darren Colburn out of the East Coast, uh, he was a 50-goal scorer. We had Rick Tabaracci in net, Matthew Schneider on defense. Like, those guys were destined to, they, they were going to be pros at the highest level, right? There was no ifs, yeah. ands, or buts about it. Uh,
0: in Ottawa, you played for a legendary coach, Brian Killerey. Uh, How big of
2: an influence was he in your playing and coaching career? Brian was a huge influence for me. Um, you know, it's funny. You go to junior and you think about the, the 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 time gap. You know, sixteen, seventeen to nineteen, twenty type of deal, right? So a lot of us that you know spent a career or a number of years wherever you were, you 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 got there as a boy, and you left a man, so to speak, right? And, and who was that guy? That was, that was killer. Like he was, he wasn't only the coach on the ice and in the dressing room. He was your father figure off the ice too. And he, I can't, I can't say enough about the guy. He, uh, he is unbelievable. He is an absolute players coach. He loves his players. He holds you accountable. Just like your dad held you accountable and kick you out here in the butt when you uh, stepped (laughs) out of line. Right. Yeah. You knew he was always in your corner, right? And he had very few rules. You know, there, there wasn't a big list of rules to follow. When it was time to go have a good time, he let you know it was time to have a good time. When it was time to smarten up, he told you it was time to smarten up. And yeah, just Brian was amazing. You know, kids would come in, say, say a kid came in that came from maybe an underprivileged situation, well, Brian was taking that guy out and buying him a suit or suits or whatever was necessary to make him fit in and and, and be part of, of our family, right? You know, and, and I don't think there's a lot of guys out there like that. Mm-hmm. You know, he was, uh, he's an amazing man.
0: After junior, junior days, uh, you played pro in Thunder Bay, good old Thunder Bay, Fort Worth, and a little bit with Madison. Um, how
2: was it? Oh, playing pro. Pro was uh pretty foggy. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. You know what? Coming out of junior, uh, well, actually, between junior and um, when I turned pro, I played a year of senior in Smith Falls in the old Ottawa Valley Senior League, which was, I don't know, it, it was a good time, but going to pro was different. Uh, now it's your livelihood, you know, you're paying your bills, you're paying your rent, you're putting food on the, in the, in the fridge and on the table for yourself. And it's just a different, right. And, uh, yeah. in junior, you still have, you still have those rules like you had when you lived at home, when you're playing pro you're on your own now. And, yeah. You gotta, you gotta learn to conduct yourself properly and you'll have to learn how to be a pro because I don't care what anybody says, when you get there, you don't know how to be a pro. And I was fortunate to have some really good older guys around me when, when I come out of junior and, and went pro that they show you the ropes. They, they talk to you about practice habits, about off ice habits, um, how you conduct yourself in the community how you conduct yourself away from the rink in the rink, you know, and, uh, but pro is awesome. It's uh it's probably, it's probably the best life you could have. You know, you're actually yeah. getting paid to, to, to play hockey. Like that's crazy. Yeah.
0: How was it uh, playing in Thunder Bay? Like I grew up watching you with the senators and I just, it was a tough team. That was a tough league back in the day.
2: Yeah, you know what? We talk about the, the amount of opportunities that the kids have today. And there is far more. When, when, the, when the Colonial League came to be, you had the NHL operating at 26 teams, I believe, at that time. Maybe 21 teams at that time. And then you had 12 teams in the American League. Uh, 10 teams in the International League, and then you had five in the Colonial League and another eight in the East Coast Hockey League. So there wasn't a lot of jobs, really, when you think about it compared to the amount of leagues that are out there today, right? Yeah. And uh, coming home to Thunder Bay, I, I was actually, I wasn't planning on coming home to Thunder Bay. I, I was I was planning on going to Johnstown and playing in the East Coast League. And uh, I come home for a visit, and uh, my dad said that Gary Cook was trying to get a hold of me, and so I got a hold of him and said, "Yeah, I'll come and skate." But I, I had no intention of staying. But I got there, and there was a good group of guys, and I had to make a decision during camp because the East Coast League hadn't fired up yet, whether I stayed here and played, or I took off uh, to Pennsylvania and uh, and played in Johnstown. And being away those years through junior, I have a little brother and sister that are 16 and 17 years younger. They were pro. They were my deciding factor. Really, was I got to be here and get to see them a little bit more and get to know them because I I didn't know them. I was away doing my thing, right? Yeah. So family kept me here, and uh, Mr. Cook and uh, Mr. McDonald were good enough to give me a contract and. Uh, it was a good start to a first year pro with a championship.
0: Yeah. Um, you mentioned uh, Gary Cook, he was the GM like with the Senior Twins, the Thunderhawks, the ThunderCats. Like how how smart was he as a hockey man?
2: You know what? You look at guys that are scouting GMs or directors, or directors of scouting and scouting staffs today and all the all the things that are available to them to find players and still guys miss players i don't know how gary cook did it with a bell telephone and a pad of paper and a pen (laughs) but he knew every player from one side of the country to the other and he found guys that he would find guys that people overlooked he had connections everywhere at every level He was obviously very tenacious and very organized in what he did. And he was methodical. He knew what he wanted to put on the ice. He knew the player he wanted to provide to Billy McDonald, who was the head coach. And and he did that. And the odd time, you know what? A guy would come in that didn't fit in the mold, and he wasn't around very long. But those guys were few and far between. Most guys that Cookie brought in were, were bang on good people, good hockey players, <laughs> some pretty <laughs> tough dudes. Uh,
0: how was your experience? Like after Thunder Bay, you went down to Texas to go play in the Central League. How was that experience compared to living in and playing in Thunder Bay?
2: Uh, it, w- it was awesome. It's, it's probably... It's probably the best time I had while I played. Um, we left in 95. My wife and I got married that year. Uh, Billy McDonald took the job in Fort Worth, who was here in, in Thunder Bay. He took the job in Fort Worth and uh, yeah, asked if I was interested in going along for the ride. And I talked to my wife to be at the time about it. And we decided, yeah, that's what we do. So I looted up my new bride and the way we went to Fort Worth, Texas to try out hockey down there. Um, good story. An old fella from Nipigon, Leo Lesby, played in Boston's organization, runs into my dad at the uh, post office on a Saturday in Nipigon. He says, yeah, Vern, where's the young fella playing? And my dad says, oh, he's playing in Fort Worth. He says, oh, what's the name of the rink there? My dad says, geez, Leo. He says, I don't know. He says, well, when you're talking to your boy, ask him if it's the Will Rogers Coliseum. So my dad phoned me that day. He goes, what's the name of the rink? I go, it's the Will Rogers. He goes, yeah, I was talking to Leo Lesby. He goes, that rink opened up in 1936 and Leo played in it. <laughs> wow. Crazy, right?
0: Yeah. Like- <laughs> um, Who were some of the players that you really enjoyed uh, playing with like you'd sit on the bench and just say wow this guy is unbelievable
2: of all the guys i played with uh through major junior through pro barry mckinley is definitely oh, yeah. one guy that as a player you were in awe it's like why is this guy here why is he doing what he's doing here. He should not be here. Yeah, He is an unbelievable player. Absolutely unbelievable. Of all the guys that I played with or against that played in the National Hockey League, in my opinion, Barry McKinley is as good or better than any of them. Yeah, I remember his
0: shot. He had such a nice shot. Oh, he could fire the puck. My God. How come he... how come you think he didn't make it, like, to the show or well,
2: like, or He played right? NCAA at uh, I think the University Chicago. of Chicago.
0: Yeah, yes. Illinois.
2: Yeah. The program. The program doesn't run anymore, and he was drafted to Montreal. Um, and I I believe he blew out his knee in an exhibition game, and he never played for a couple of years. And then he decided he was going to play again, and I think he went to camp with the Oilers uh, that year. The Thunderhawks started, and Gary Cook somehow (laughs) found Barry McKinley in Edmontoners' training camp, and uh, and he ended up here with us. Wow! And yeah, you know he had he had got called up numerous times to the American League. He'd gone up. He was he was a point a game defenseman in the American League, and. Just came back to Thunder Bay all the time. <laughs> I don't get it.
0: Um, you coached a number of uh, like different organizations. like We talked about your coaching career. Um, what was your main goal when you were coaching
2: youth? Uh, the biggest thing that I always looked at or tried to convey, and, and I would always have my staff meeting once, once I had my staff in place, we would sit down and I would roll out what I perceived as our job. And I always said, I said, you know what? Yeah, we're coming to the rink and we're going to teach them about hockey and do some coaching. I said, but that's 10% of it. I said the other 90% is making sure they're in a good, safe, structured environment with good people around. They're learning good life skills. They're learning work ethic. Right, they're learning. Um, they're learning to work together as a team. That is good, and in turn, that's going to allow them to be successful people if they once they move on out of the game. And if I had a staff member that didn't have those beliefs, then they weren't my staff member anymore. And that was our big thing. Let's, you know, ninety percent of our job is to make these people better people. The other 10% is the game. Yeah, And that's kind of, that's, that was our philosophy. And that was, whether it was midget or bantam or, you know, Peewee when I was coaching my, my son coming up, that, that was always my philosophy, right?
0: What advice would job. you give? Yeah. Sorry. Well, what advice would you give young players in today's game?
2: Number one, if you're going to go to the, if whatever sport you're doing, I don't care if it's hockey, baseball, lacrosse, soccer, bowling, it doesn't matter. If you're going to go do it, do it with all your heart, right? Invest yourself. Um, you'll get to a point where athletes will say, okay, well, this is this is not what I want out of it. So they'll take a more recreational approach to it, right? Yeah. But for those players that want to move on and play at a high high level of hockey or whatever your discipline is, whatever your sport is, you have to invest yourself. You have to give all of yourself. And that doesn't mean that that you put all your eggs in one basket in that sport, because the other flip side of it is, is education is equally or more important than the sport we get to play. So you have two jobs as a kid growing up in youth athletics. Number one, the most important job is to your education. Number two is your sport. And invest yourself. Listen to your coaches. Don't have any regrets at the end of the day. Know that when you've stepped off the field or stepped off the ice or the diamond or the court, whatever it is, there was no more left to give. And what comes of it, comes of it. You know, there's not a lot of people that get to get to collect a paycheck <laughs> playing sports. Yeah. But that's not the be all end all, right? Like you look at the amount of kids that can get a, a, a college education. We were talking about it before, especially, especially the Indigenous youth now with, uh, with stuff that's going on. If there's a hockey player who can access educational money, that player is going to be looked at preferentially over an equally talented player because that's going to free up scholarship money at a university for somebody else right yeah so the door is open for us and we need to take advantage of that we need to get it we need to get that information out to our youth so that they know that there's options and there's a ton of options for them right and there's people out there like you and i and others that are willing to help and help them navigate to get to where they need to be right right
0: Before we we let you go, we uh, always finish the interview with, uh, they're called five rapid niche
2: questions.
0: (laughs) They're kind of, uh, yeah, they're they're pretty comical and we always get a good laugh. So uh, we'll uh, get started. Number one, baked or fried bannock? Fried. (laughs) Number two, ever use a bed sheet for a curtain or a door? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Number three, ever see Ernest Mooney ass live in concerts? No, I haven't. <laughs> Number four, Bannock Burger or Indian Taco? Bannock Burger, all the way, baby. <laughs> Number, and the fifth and last question, can you jig? No, I can't jig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Burn, I have. Uh, Thank you for uh, taking the time and uh, coming on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, You uh, were always someone that I looked up to and I've known you for many, many years. And I just uh, always want to say thank you for what you do. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it's been great to have you on the show. I really appreciate
2: it. Well, thanks for having me and uh, good luck with all this. This is, I think this is really awesome. It's an amazing platform and, uh, if it's getting out to the youth by the like like it is by the sound of things, you're doing some really good work here, buddy.
0: Thanks, I appreciate it. And uh
2: take care, Namola. We'll, uh, talk to you again. Okay, Trev, take care. All right, you too. Okay.
0: Hi. Let's go. I'm excited at least this one. Four, three. Four, three. Yeah. I was. I thought they were done after that two nothing. I was like, God damn it, not again. Yeah but I wasn't a- wasn't able to watch the last ass kicking because I was on the road driving <laughs> I was
1: oh getting out oh, yeah. you I have to give you your, uh, your wallet
0: oh yes jeez I can't wait for that That's, let's uh go ahead and mention that that part. okay
1: res hockey uh one of my friends uh he's a f- uh, listener of the show he owns his hang on here and he does leather work is lake of the woods we have two uh it's on our link it's on our um web page we have two uh, our facebook page sorry we have two uh, m- minimalist leathers uh like card holders whatever they're really really cool really fun crafted he, he makes a variety of other stuff uh check it out uh these are the uh, lake of the woods leather.com um you know what? They're good, they're gonna make good stocking stuffers, good gifts, everything. Yeah. Give it Long a whirl, counts. man. Small business. Yep. yeah. We yes. got ours. I just gotta walk it up. I just gotta walk it up. I'll trade you all those hockey cards that uh that we got mailed to last year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll do the tradesies. <laughs> yeah. Support our local businesses, right? Our small yep. businesses. Our- small
1: businesses, man.
0: Never mind Walmart, freaking billion dollar company asking for donations. You guys freaking donate. You guys make enough damn money. I know.
1: You know why they Um, know why they're asking for donations? Why? It's so they can write off tax breaks.
0: Oh yeah, that's the only reason they do it. Freaking billion dollar company, and they want five dollars from me. I know. I mean, I'll give five dollars to like someone else, like a local. A local charity, but not Walmart. Who knows where that money goes? I know. Probably ten percent of that money you donate goes to the actual donation, because you got to think of the CEO. Say like it's the Salvation Army or something. Like the CEO gets paid, and all the other people down the food chain. So like, how much really goes to that? What you're supporting? Yeah. But, anyways, just get off. Anyways, just wrap. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, Rez Hockey Top Five. This week's a uh, pretty interesting one with the Freddy coming up in next week. Yeah. We got the top five players to watch at the Freddy. This is mm-hmm. like my list. Bush never had a chance to make his list. So, no. Um, this is both female and male divisions. Um, this is the no order. I'm just naming five players. So, uh, uh, one of the players that I have is Kelly Babstock. Kelly yep. was on the show. Kelly is playing pro in Connecticut this past year. She's a former D1 hockey yep. star. Um, she's and her her West.
1: brother plays lacrosse, LaCrosse for yep.
0: Saskatchewan Rush. Yep. So. So yeah, Kelly's uh, looking forward to her. I'm sure she's excited to play in a women's this tournament back in Canada. Yeah, uh, since she spent a lot of her time in the U.S. Uh, another player that I'm looking forward to watching is Mr. Damon Gardner off Eagle Lake Chiefs. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Damon's going playing as a D1 scholarship to Clark- Clarkson University. He's rated as good drafted this year. Um, I talked to his dad, Vince, and I guess Calgary's has a really big interest in him. So he's uh, he was a finalist for Mister Hockey for uh, Minnesota high school hockey. So I'm looking forward to Damon. Like even though he's a young guy, seventeen, yeah. eighteen, he's um, this kid's this kid's the one of the next uh, good players. Uh, another young up and coming. Ford, uh this kid's gonna be a superstar too dwayne gene jr dwayne, yeah dwayne was on our show super nice kid i saw him last last this past weekend in uh regina, regina. he uh he totally dominated his division the u18 division he was the okay best player out there. he was flying Looked like me out there just flying
1: just flying best if you. If you had hair, like, you know, it's really sick flow, like, you know, Gila oh, Fleur yeah. used to
0: have hair, Sergey Fedorov. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, this one is three guys who are playing on the same team as imports. So I got our buddy Judd Blackwater, Colton Yellowhorn, and, and? Mr. Mr. Toad Dragon. Yeah, DC yeah. To-
1: yes, they're going to be fun to watch.
0: Oh, these guys are playing for Norway House, House Bruins. Out of Manitoba. So if you put these three together, I'm sure they're going to be tic tac toe. They're going to be good to watch. So looking for, so that's that's considered one because they're like a line, I'm yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. And the last player on our top five list of Red hockey uh, players yeah. to watch at the is Miss Abby Rock. Uh, she's from Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, mm-hmm. but has a status. Uh, she's from a reserve near Sudbury. She was on the Team USA. Olympic women's team, and she was one of the best players for the U.S. during the Olympics. So I'm looking forward to watching her play. So there you go, top five. Uh, yeah. Let us know who you think mm-hmm. uh, your top five players um, to watch at the because everyone's different, right? So it's going to be good, man. Yeah, it will be. Getting chills thinking about it.
1: You've you heard sure? Me? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, this past weekend was a big hockey tournament in Regina, Saskatchewan. The Oskana Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good tournament, well run. It was played at the Cooperation Centre, and which is by the Mosaic Stadium where the Saskatchewan Rough Riders play. But this thing had everything. This rink had like five, six rinks. It had a subway in there. It had a Booster juice or booster juice? Yeah. Yeah. It had that in there. And it had a photographer taking pictures. I bought like me, Nick, and Anna, we both got our picture. It was 25 bucks for an eight by ten. So it's like shit. And they must have made they made mad money at the gate because for the four of us, it was 50 bucks a day to get in. Holy Moses. Just imagine like there's families, like yeah, how many families went, and so it, it was good. It was put on well. No, no protests. It's good to see a attorney yeah. with no protests.
1: Yeah, so, especially when you play.
0: Yeah, I know a guy asked me how old I was on the ice. He goes, "Can I see your status cards?" Like for what? <laughs> like as if I really want to freaking cheat on old timers
1: <laughs> again.
0: <laughs> Again. Yeah. <laughs> Don't start that way. <laughs> but it was good though. Uh champions for old timers with uh, PBCN. We played against them. They had a stock team. A lot of good veterans on that team. And for the rec division, it was, I think it was Round Lake Braves. They had a really good team too. Like uh, Cody had a good team for uh, Rec, the Res Kings. They had a, like there was like that hockey's fast man it's totally aye. different compared to Ontario hockey I think treaty three has to smarten up and figure how like a really really hockey, <laughs> like a big hockey meeting and shit because mm-hmm. the kids out there are like way better like why like why aren't we as treaty three like competing and having mm-hmm. all these good hockey players too right? We have so. some good hockey
1: players out in the area in our age groups, but for some reason they just – they don't.
0: That's why we have to figure out figure out something. Just mm-hmm. start having hockey camps and invite mm-hmm. everyone and just start skating. So, um, I was like I said, it was a good tournament. Everything was on time. Um, but the one thing that really bugged me about this tournament – is there was a lounge upstairs. Oh, no. Really? So parents and, like, players, they were drinking when they were watching their oh. kids play. Oh, no. That's not good. I know. It was like, we were waiting for next game. Yeah. So people uh, sitting in front of us, they were their kids were playing, and they were drinking, and it was getting loud and just... It, yeah. It's not a good sight. I don't think that, like, I know those restaurants and things, lounges have to make money, yeah. but don't make it when it's don't make it this problem yeah. Go to a hockey game and enjoy your kid watch playing. Mm-hmm. you don't alcohol doesn't have to be involved. It just causes problems, and it's just that was the only downfall for me for that tournament. Yeah. It's just people drinking and. While their kids walking around upstairs because mm-hmm. walking uh, holding their beer and their drinks it's like oh, see that's, that's not good that
1: that's, that's not appealing bad. at all
0: especially when our people have such a bad history and just a bad like I don't know what do you say like they don't mix right alcohol and because it's just a bad history we have and, mm-hmm. and it's just I don't know it was pretty upsetting to see parents sitting and drinking watching their kids play so yeah maybe the board has to do something to talk to that yeah owners of that that lounge and say no alcohol please because yeah it's just it's not good yeah you can have a few pops away from the rink yeah just don't do it while you're watching your kid how do you how do you think your kid's gonna feel when your your kid looks up at up to you sitting in the stands, and you're sitting up there drinking beer. Yeah, you think you think your kid's going to be happy? No. So that's my that's the only downfall for that tournament. But other than that, it was a good tournament. Saw so a lot of a lot of good brothers and a lot of good friends, and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's one of the better tournaments for sure. And it's it it grew a lot from the last couple couple times. Uh, City of Regina was nice that kind of cleaned up <laughs> for sure because a long time ago Regina used to be like a shitty food uh, yeah. like bad neighborhoods but it's it cleaned up its act so I just want to sh- if you're ever having pizza in Regina go to Houston's Pizza oh, <laughs> I, I, I texted you that, text you that yep. picture that pizza was so good we couldn't finish it so we ah, took it back to the hotel sh- did someone score. Damn it. Yeah.
1: The crowd silent. So no. Edmonton oh scored God. or um LA scores.
0: So we took our pizza back to the room and it was so good when it was cold. No, I, I just searched, I just searched it. No score. No, Stetcher.
1: I just I can hear it. It's on the background. It's not good. Damn it.
0: Damn it. So yeah. Houston pizza and Regina if you're a fan of pizza, it's so good, man. So, uh, if you want to we're getting new merch. I posted a picture on yeah. our Facebook. Um, we have gray and black hoodies. So reach out to us if you want a hoodie, because mm-hmm. we ordered 50. So they'll sell like hotcakes. They're going to sell. Yeah. Um, uh, we're going to be selling. It's going to cost extra if you want. It's signed by Bush.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, if uh, someone asked you, hey, Bush, can I have your autograph, please? Do you sign Dennis Major or do you just are you going to sign Bush? I'll sign it. I'll sign a Bush. Bush. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, we weren't allowed to. Well, I asked us. I asked the people on the Freddie, the board. If we can get a table for the booth uh, uh, for their show that they're having, but they are only giving it to the corporate sponsors. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's so I guess weak. so I'll hold a garbage bag full of the shirts. You hold a, a cardboard sign and we'll yeah. just walk around up <laughs> and down the lobby. I'll be <laughs> yeah. in the garbage bags. just t-shirts, hoodies. Yeah. We'll manage. Oh, that's... I that's know. All.
1: I... Corporate that's sponsors. Well, screw that's the little guys, stuff. eh?
0: <laughs> exactly. Fuck. That's all right. We'll, uh, we'll make it happen. Mm-hmm. So. Anything else before we uh, say adios, Moustache?
1: No, I'm good. You're good? Yeah.
0: Are you going to watch the Oilers game now? I'm going to watch them. Oh, fuck it. The
1: the whole show (laughs) without...
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to watch them. I have to.
0: Hmm. Are you wearing the special jersey? Well, I'm wearing the, uh, the away color. Did you wear that the last game? No, I wore the home color. All right, guys. I guess that's it. We'll All let right. Bush uh, watch his game. live. they <laughs> yeah. will be crying here pretty soon. He'll be crying here, yeah. If you don't see, if you don't see me on social
1: media, it's because uh,
0: he I lost his the bet. Computer. <laughs>
1: but I will uphold the bet, the wager that I have with Trevor.
0: For sure. So uh, yeah, thank you guys for joining in yeah. for episode forty-four of Res Hockey.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Thank you again. We'll see you next week. And remember, take care of each other. Love each other. And wash your hands.
1: Because yeah. still out there is people still getting sick.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. Take care of each other, guys. And we'll uh, see you next week. Yeah, we will.
2: Peace. Peace!